We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. Plus, you can support college access and student access when you donate online to Roundup in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. to best friends <laughs> <laughs> you know we have a theme song that does play we don't have to sing ourselves in <laughs> yeah we do we do have a theme song most podcasts have theme songs much like television shows good yes <laughs> well they what don't really have theme songs <laughs> um what else has a theme song a commercial? Mm. Well, I guess that's a jingle. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's it. Yeah, that's it. Podcast. Actually, I learned oh. that, uh, well, I don't know if it's in real life, but in NBA 2K, which my man is playing right now, he can pick songs for certain things. Like there's an intro song for when he comes out to the floor. And oh. then there is a, like a, uh, a noise that can happen when he like dunks on somebody or the oh. tune that can happen when he like steals something. And I assume that that can happen in real life, but also I have no idea. This is a game. So I don't know if the players get the freedom to choose their own songs that play, but probably. I feel like they all get one song that plays on a loop when they all come out. It's like, do yeah. And here comes Michael Jordan. Yeah. Have you been watching that, uh, the NBA, uh, the Chicago Bulls documentary? I am trying to find the headspace to take in this new information. Okay. Did something happen to you in the 90s that you can't, <laughs> you don't want to be brought back to? Or Yeah. Um, you know how my whole family lives in Chicago, right? Yes. Well, I got to meet Michael Jordan, and he balled me up like a basketball and bounced me around, <laughs> and I wasn't wearing a helmet or anything. Oh, my god! So I sustained a little bit of damage to my arms and my neck. Oh, no. So I don't want to relive that painful experience. No, I'm kidding. I have, like, this <laughs> weird thing where... I have limited headspace for new information when it comes to TV shows. Okay. 
Like you're watching too many and you don't want to start confusing no. them or? Uh, rewatching things is a point of comfort and yeah. watching new things, it, it doesn't give me anxiety, but I, I don't want to do it. I don't want to watch new things. It's, right. it's strange. It's, I've discovered this in, in quarantine. Yeah. Well then, take your time. It'll be there. Thank you. Is it on Netflix? I think we've been watching it through the NBA app or something like that. Or no, an ESPN. I don't know. Sports oh, stuff. okay. <laughs> I just let him handle it. But yeah, I think it's the ESPN app. What does ESPN stand for? E Entertainment N E S. No, 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 no. <laughs> e Entertain S Sports E S P Players N Network. Maybe P is production. I don't know what the P yeah. is for. E, but I believe entertainment. It's for sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, give me on the keys. What does ESPN stand for? Program? Oh. Entertainment Sports Program Network? Oh, hmm. give me on the keys. Give us a thumbs up. That's what it means. Oh, all right. Well, you know, I really like that we learn new things <laughs> constantly. <laughs> We do no research before we start recording. We go straight into it. No, what the fuck is the point? Yeah. I just, I like it. I like learning in real time because it's like school. <laughs> Life is school. Except we're teaching ourselves. It's not like there's a teacher. Well, that's like children stuff. now in quarantine. They're teaching themselves. Oh boy. I'm so glad <laughs> I don't have kids right now. <laughs> I. Also, I'm very glad. I am glad every day that I don't have kids. This is before quarantine. Right. But yeah, all those uh, parents having to teach their kids. I mean, God bless you. Like, that's... Mm -hmm. I, hope it, I hope everyone's staying sane and it'll be... We'll be out of it uh, eventually. We will. That's the spirit, Sashir. <laughs> we'll be out of this eventually. But sometimes... I've seen some videos that are nice where it's like... Uh, there's some teachers came to some kids like window and, and taught them a lesson or answered a question or something like that. Or or they're just like zooming together. And that seems nice. Well, now I know this information. Somebody out there, please find these videos and make me a compilation with come to my window <laughs> underneath. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be funny? That I'd would watch be funny. that. Yeah. Have you ever seen those compilations of uh, of soldiers seeing their dogs for the first time in a long time? I have. They're very heartwarming. They're so heartwarming. They're nice. Mm-hmm. Because the dog's like, this person's gone for the rest of my life. I've now <laughs> adapted, and I'm friends with the other human in the house. And they're like, my human's back! Mm -hmm. woo, woo, they woo, lose woo. it. Ruff, ruff. I feel like every time John Milheiser, my roommate John Milheiser, goes for a run, my dogs are like, he's dead. He's gone. <laughs> and they like they mourn him. Every time he leaves, they like sit at the door and they're like, Well, he was so kind. I guess this 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 lady, this other lady who lives here who never walks us or feeds us, I guess she'll start doing that. And then he comes back and they're like, Thank God we didn't have to depend on her. Oh, thank God. They're so excited. It must be so confusing for dogs when you're they're like but but where are they going 
What, mm-hmm. what, they, what, could they, what could be happening out there? Are they peeing? Mm-hmm. They've been gone longer than a pee. I come back Are right after peeing? I pee. <laughs> yeah, let's get inside a dog's head. <laughs> there are some things that? where I, I don't know. Um, sometimes I'll see these things where it's like uh, a dog, when they sit on the couch with you and watch TV, they're, act, they're not watching TV because they can't see the screen. They're doing because they're pretending to be like you. Or something like that. And I'm like, how do you fucking know? Like, who yeah. told you this? <laughs> Did a dog tell you this? Where are you getting this research from? Truly. Dogs are like robots then. You know that thing where it's like, how many buses do you see in these squares? Oh, yes. To, like, oh, the capture thing. Human stuff. So yeah, dogs yeah. look at humans and they're like, I'll do what this human does. So yeah. we've discovered dogs are robots. <laughs> we've figured it out. Robots that are sent here to capture all of our behavior and make us <laughs> clean up their shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, dogs got it figured out. They don't even clean up their own shit. Mm-hmm. We pick it up or they just eat it. <laughs> Ew. Yes. Yeah. That's why I don't let my dogs lick my face or my mouth. Yeah. Because they'd be in that ass, in their own ass. Yeah. You once had a dog. Did you let that dog lick your face? I don't think so. No, that's not something we did. Cause mm. I don't know. We could we could express love in different ways. I don't need this dog <laughs> licking my face. Imagine if we started licking dogs. Do you think they'd be mad? I think they'd be confused. It would hurt us more than because more than them because we get hair in our mouth. Mm. Mm-hmm. Then we'll be you know? spitting up hairballs like cats. And then the dogs would be like, oh, yuck, I live with a big cat. <laughs> oh, man. They'd be so confused. <laughs> My well, man wants a cat. Oh. I don't know how I feel about it. What kind? I don't even know. I don't know what kinds of cats there are. There's well, the there's evil jell- kind. There's jellical there's- cats. <laughs> I don't think that's the re- a real Those thing. Those are real cats. Mm-hmm. According to cats. <laughs> yeah. But I'll, I would really love to come to your home and walk in and see a cat just on just two legs being like, I'm a jellical cat. I belong to Sashir and her man. Do, do, do. We have the Jennifer Hudson cat. <laughs> I rewatch Cats and I maintain Jennifer Hudson's performance in Cats is better than her performance in Dreamgirls. And she deserves an Oscar nomination for her performance as Grisbella or Grisabella. <laughs> I mean, she, she takes us on a fucking journey, okay? She is an alley cat slash sex worker who's down on her luck. She's kind of scraggly because sometimes sex workers aren't treated very nicely. She is yeah. ostracized by the other cats and we feel it. And then when wow. she sings Memory Reprise, you just feel all of her burdens lift up <laughs> off of her and then she gets to go to the heavy side layer. Which is heaven? Yeah, because she died. And she's going to come back down for one of her nine lives. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that is quite the journey. (laughs) I don't know if the Oscars were looking at that movie, honestly. (laughs) I really hope they... I'm going to write a letter to Oscar. And I'm going to say, excuse me, Oscar. I think Jennifer (laughs) needs one of y'all. Okay. Well, we have guests. Should we talk about them? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about them. So 
Um, Netflix has a cute, quaint indie show called Queer Eye. Mm-hmm. And we have two people from Queer Eye. We have JVN, Jonathan Van Ness, and mm-hmm. Anthony Porowski. All right. Now let's open the door. And there they are. <laughs> In their own home. <laughs> <laughs> This season on Naughty Yada Island. When we were new, they spoiled me. They even gave me a phone. But then, it's like I didn't exist. Don't take Yada Yada from your wireless carrier. Now with Metro, get that new customer feeling again and again. Introducing Metro Flex. Free 5G phones when you join, same deals as new customers when you stay. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Just bring your number and ID and sign up for an eligible plan. After 12 months, trade in and get our best deals on select devices. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora Jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. Why not grocery shop from the comfort of your couch? With Thrive Market, the no-junk-food, healthy grocery store, you can! Make Thrive Market your go-to for your grocery and household essentials. The convenience of getting everything online and quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. Use their on-site filters to curate your own shopping experience to make simpler, healthier swaps. So the filters I use are, I don't want gluten in my belly. So I say, no gluten, because gluten sometimes it hurts my tummy. So I say, less gluten, more not tootin', you know, because sometimes I get farty. Okay, save time and money as the Thrive Market member on every single grocery order on average. Customers save over 30% each time. I love how Thrive Market supports my life and grocery shopping habits. Ooh, they have a Thrive Market brand creamy peanut butter 16-ounce jar. And that's that's something I like. And then they have Thrive Market grass-fed organic ground beef. Oh, boy, it's so yummy and delicious. So save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash bestfriends. Thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends. And this section of our podcast is called 
best friends come on and we talk to them. <laughs> no, you got it, girl. You know what it is. Besting it. Besting each other. <laughs> I said that so confidently. I thought I was right. Yeah. Oh, boy. Do you want to introduce our guest today? I'm very excited to have them here. Yes, uh, this guest is so funny. Apparently, we n- crossed paths at UCB years ago and uh, currently stuck in Austin due to quarantine situations. You've known him from Queer Eye. Please go for Anthony. Anthony, Yay. Anthony, Anthony. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that was so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we're so excited to have you here. Okay, and yeah. I'm excited to be here. We're going to be joined by your best friend, JVN, Jonathan Van Ness, later, but we have mm-hmm. questions for you. Okay. Okay. So here is my first question How did you two meet? <laughs> um, so it was during the audition process for Queer Eye. And uh, we were in like some kind of like a hotel, you know, those really sad conference rooms Mm -hmm. where like the carpeting is stinky and like you have those metal, (laughs) thin metal chairs that like fall apart when you sit on them weird. And Uh it was just a a shit ton of us sitting in a room, like going through like the, the, the motions of chemistry testing. And the first time I saw him, I saw him, he was in the corner of the room and he was like kind of frazzled. And then he like sped walked across the room <laughs> yelling, where is she? Where is she? Where is she? And he left the room. And I remember asking one of the casting associates, I was like, who is he looking for? <laughs> and, and Ali, the casting, uh, casting director, um, looked at me and he was like, oh, he's looking for his Starbucks. <laughs> he left his Starbucks cup somewhere. And so I thought he was looking for a human. <laughs> but he was just anthropomorphizing his his beverage. I mean, that was the first time we met. Gotta find her. <laughs> I love it. Where is she? Where is she? That's so funny. <laughs> um. Okay. So the next question is: What is your favorite memory from traveling together? <laughs> um. Favorite memory from traveling together. I would say. Oh gosh, so many. I mean, we've literally been, I think the most entertaining by far was when we were filming uh, Queer Eye, we're in Japan. And it was our first, it was our first or it was our first day. And it was the afternoon and the time changes like, what is it? 18 hours or something? Mm-hmm, or 14? Like anyway, it's, it's something crazy. And I remember we were all sitting in the car and we were about to start rolling. And then I remember just kind of looking over at Jonathan and he was full cross-eyed. Hmm. I looked over at Tan and full cross-eyed. We were so delirious and we were like falling asleep. And we like, we couldn't form full sentences at all. It's like we were all drunk on something. <laughs> um, and I just remember just like the delirium of it. And it was like, we got to get our shit together. We have like a show to film. Um, and I just remember like we laughed hysterically at absolutely nothing. And then like 10 minutes later, I cried about something (laughs) and it wasn't even worth crying over. I was just very emotional. I get very emotional when I'm sleepy. Um, and so I would say that was definitely one of the most, one of the most entertaining. And did you have to get right to work in that state? Totally. We had like one day before we started filming. Oh boy. And then we just had to like get right into it. 
That's wild. I feel like they should have given you like three days to like catch up to the time zone. You would think or like go exploring, mm-hmm. see all the all the all the new areas. No, we just went right into it. We we were like on the express train the entire time that we were there. We had to compress it within a few weeks okay. to get all the episodes in. Yeah. Dang. Do you have any like tricks that you do to like adjust your body to a new place? So I am notoriously a horrible flyer. I hate flying because I never really understood how planes work. Hmm. Um, and so, but because I, there's like the flooding technique in psychology, like if you're terrified of something and if you, if it's, if you're just immersed in it, you just get over it. And that's basically what happened with flying. But, um, I take a shit ton of melatonin gummies and then I take, I bring a chamomile tea bag. I'm like that old lady who brings her tea to the restaurant <laughs> and asks for hot water because they don't have chamomile tea on flights. They only have the caffeinated ones. Right. So I bring a, a little, my little satch of my Mighty Leaf tea because it's in a little plastic bag and then it's in those like nice little sachets. That's French for sachet. Um, and then I just like steep one of those and then I, I eat everything and I just fall into a carb coma and I, you know, get a little fudge brownie situation or like eat every single dessert and then I just knock out and then I wake up and I'm in a different time zone. Smart. That is smart. I'm not afraid of flying, even though I don't know how planes work. <laughs> it makes no sense. It's like this massive hunk of metal. It's, it's so terrifying. big. It should fall right out of the sky. Correct. Yeah, I don't belong up there. No. We really don't. But I, I think the reason why I'm not afraid of flying is because I'm like, everyone on this plane believes that this plane's going to stay in the air. And I just hope right. that everyone keeps believing because I feel like if people stop believing, then it'll fall right out of the sky. Yep. Yep. It's like and a I always look, situation. I always, mm-hmm. And I always look at the pilot too. I, I try to engage in eye contact with the pilot and like Same. make sure like you look okay. <laughs> to be like, like I'm a person and I'm back here. You better keep me fucking safe, <laughs> sir. How mm-hmm. how's life? Are you a happy person? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are the you worst drunk? is when the pilot is <laughs> yeah, hot. Exactly. I don't like hot pilots because I'm like, I don't know. Things have been easy for you. Do you really know how to fly this plane? They seem- <laughs> They seem a little less responsible. (laughs) Going to try very hard to learn how to fly. A hardship, but who's overcome it? Yes, yes, Yes. exactly. Yeah, I need you to overcome adversity before you start flying this plane. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite thing about your friend Jonathan? My favorite thing about Jonathan is. I love eat. I, I I know I'm like you know a food guy on the show, um, but I really love eating with JVN. It's so much fun because with him, I like I have a fuck it day on Sundays, um, and he is he encourages more fuck it days than I do. <laughs> and so like if I see him midweek, like he will order from two to three different places on Postmates to have like the perfect menu. Like he wants a bit of Chinese, a little bit of Mickey D's. Um, dessert from one or two places and we really get to get to indulge in anything so it's kind of it's always fun because he just like he does he does whatever he wants and I try to be like more boundaried and strict and regimented and with him it's just like fucking balls to the wall Mm. let's have queso with some salmon teriyaki on the side who cares I love that it's like a celebration every day very random duo but yes yeah exactly what do you usually eat on your fucking days do you ever like a usual or just like whatever you feel? Um, what did I have? So this Sunday I try to order in support small businesses too small to fail. 
um, as much as I love to cook and, and really I've been cooking a lot more in the past, you know, and being in quarantine more than I have in the past two and a half years traveling. But um, on weekends, typically it's either pizza. I had Domino's for the first time in like two to three years. <laughs> it's so good. Extra sauce, double pepperoni. Do not wipe off great. that hot, spicy oil off the top. But this past weekend, um, I had chicken tenders and the tenders were the size of breasts. So there were like four of those with tons of honey mustard. And then usually I I don't like delivery fries because they get mushy, but these were actually Uh really crispy. And I think they had a bit of Old Bay seasoning on it, which I really appreciate. A nice little seasoning on a a French fry with like a nice little like an acidic creamy slaw on the side. Oh, just boy. to have a bit of that acid. And then there was like a gooey butter cake pie that I topped with um, Jenny's ice cream. Oh, I'm so horny right my, now. Yes. I I'm love so my Jenny's ice cream. <laughs> Jenny's ice I, cream is legit delicious. I don't like Jenny's ice cream. I had an incident there. <sighs> um, I went to Jenny's ice so cream. So you had an incident? Yeah. I famously hate Jenny's ice cream because of an incident. I went there and I asked for half a scoop. I said, I have a problem with portion control and I would like half a scoop, please. And the girl behind the counter said, I can't give you half a scoop because I'd have to charge you for a full scoop. And I said, that's okay. Charge me for a full scoop, but I only want half of it. She's like, I can't give you half a scoop and charge you for a full scoop. And I said, but I'm a customer and I'm right. And she said, no, you're not. You're wrong right now. (laughs) And I said, please just give me half a scoop. I don't want the full scoop. And then she said, I won't. And I said, I hate you. I hate you. (laughs) I was so mad. So I hate Jenny. What was the flavor? No. I think it was like a blueberry bramble or something. Oh, I love the blueberry, the uh, the brambleberry. Yes, brambleberry. Love and the brambleberry. I love it too, but I didn't want a full scoop because <laughs> I'm going through something. <laughs> I just wanted you half, be a scoop. To have half a scoop. And she, you and you said you would pay for the whole scoop. I did, and that's why I don't like Jenny's. She's a tyrant. Jenny herself. <laughs> I think you, you should. <laughs> I think you should give her a second chance. I've never met her before, but I, I don't <laughs> right. know. Maybe that Nicole's person was just Ample having Hills a bad girl. day. I do love I've Ample, never had Ample Hills. Hills. Oh my God. Ample Hills Creamery is so delicious. They're shut down right now due to uh, COVID-19. But after, I hope they're back up and running and, 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 and happy. I love them. Got <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really emotional there. <laughs> I'm I can so relate. Sad they're close. I, I can just relate. Need them to pull through because if they go out of business, where would I eat ice cream? Wow. Oh boy, we should get back on track. Okay. <laughs> okay. What is what's Jonathan's favorite thing about you? His favorite thing about me. Ooh. Yeah. What do you think? How do I answer that and not be indulgent? Um, be indulgent. No, that's the point. I think, you know, I'm, uh, he, he, he has brought this up before that I'm always, I'm always like supportive and nice. Like I'm very non-judgment. I'm very non-judgmental. I would say non-judgmental. I think that's Ooh. what he would say. Nice. I like that. Yeah. That's a very good quality to have. Mm-hmm. You know, never like, fucking judge anybody. What did, yeah. what, what did, what did Fitzgerald say in Great Gatsby in like the first two pages? Like never judge someone unless you've had the opportunity or the misfortune to walk a mile in their shoes or whatever. It's like, you don't fucking know what they're going through. They're mm-hmm. GTI. They're going through it. Like just fucking calm down. No need to hate and be judgy. 
Yeah, I like that a lot. I'm I judge sometimes. Um, <laughs> sometimes I can't help it. Um, <laughs> you know what? I was judging Jenny and her rules, and I don't know what Jenny was going through. You so, judge yeah. Jenny because of because of one of her disgruntled employees. Yeah, yeah and that might not be a reflection on Jenny. <laughs> I gotta go back to Jenny. I don't. (laughs) You know what? I forgive her and I don't judge her. (laughs) Look at that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Who knew we'd be changing throughout one episode? (laughs) (laughs) Who knew this is best friends changing lives? Um, Okay. What is something that you, Anthony, does that drives Jonathan crazy? Oh, um,. Oh, this is a few things. He does not like it when, well, there was one incident. It was a Celine Dion incident. Mm. Um, I should know which song he was singing, but I don't remember. Um, And I should remember because I'm Canadian and also because it's Celine Dion, but he started belting out one of her songs. It takes me a while to get there in the morning. I drink offensive amounts of coffee and I need like two to three to feel like to achieve like some kind of balance. And I was just, I'm very sensitive. And so he just started like screaming right next to me. And I did one of these like shoulder hunch situations Uh and he just stopped singing and he gave me the worst death stare ever. He's intense. He's a lot. And I love him, but I'm like, I'm very, I'm like I said, I'm very sensitive. And sometimes I get a little overwhelmed and I just need to like, can we just like chill and like slowly build up there? But he comes in to the fucking car when we're filming and he's like, ready to go. It can be six o'clock in the morning or 10 AM. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. He's like, like his cat dances on Instagram. Like that's actually what he's like. That is not me in the morning. (laughs) I want my coffee. I want my quiet time, pet the dog, go on CNN for two minutes, then get depressed and then get off. And it's (laughs) like, uh, like I have my, like I, I need to, I need to build up. And he's just like, he, he, he's off to the races from the second he wakes up. Now, is this something that is this, are you answering, is this something that annoys you or that annoys? Oh, he hates, Jonathan? he hates that. I, he hates that I freak out, but I guess that's something um. that annoys me. I made it about me, didn't I? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thanks for calling me out there, Sophia. <laughs> no, no, it's Awkward. fine because that's our second, that's the other part of the question. That would be the okay, question so, right so after. I answered, so I answered that part. One thing that really annoys, um, I think, what annoys him about me? What do I do that drives him crazy? I think sometimes, I don't know. He'll make fun of me if like we're a crafty and if there's like a big vat of like a really nice cheesy penne and I just like go for the grilled chicken because I'm torturous to myself during the week and then he'll just like roll his eyes and go, ugh. Um, I don't know. I really, I think the fact that maybe I'm very regimented because mm. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I, I tend to be a bit of a control freak and I'm like torturous to myself during the week. And sometimes he, 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 I think he just kind of like wants me to like let go and like pull the stick out of my ass and just be like, just chill out, have the mozzarella stick. I don't care if it's a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I love mozzarella sticks. You know, when the cheese oozes out and it gets a little crispy on the side when you take them out of the oven yes. and there's that little crispy yes. bit. Yes. That's tasty. Oh, boy. So good. I love a mozzarella stick. Love Sorry. Um, 
Yeah, I guess I guess that would drive him a little crazy. It's really funny because all your answers are like, yeah, what drives him crazy is when he's being really loud and <laughs> me for eating something. Or... <laughs> oh, God, this is going to take a turn. It already has. <laughs> um, okay, so which one of you would do better on the television show Survivor? Oh, I would. Okay. <laughs> I just got into Survivor and I'm watching um, the, it's, it's the, the season where all the winners come back. It is oh. fucking fascinating. I'd never <laughs> seen it before. I'm obsessed. I really think I would do well. So I Shira and I have never seen the show. Uh, we asked this question every episode, but yes, we still have not seen but it. But we've never <laughs> seen an episode so why no, you do you th- watch it? Why do you think you would win though? And why are you, why do you love it so much? Okay. So people have different um, like strategies as to like how they win. Some people are um, tend to be like intimidating leaders. Other people are very social because I'm social and I have an inherent need for everybody to love me. <laughs> I feel like I would just make friends with everybody and that's how I would get them. Like I'm actually really good ah. at Texas Hold'em and people don't know people mistake my aloofness with stupidity because mm-hmm. I can be a little ditzy sometimes, but I am always thinking like I'm, I'm a little slow. Like, you know how Jonathan is very quick and impulsive. Mm-hmm. I'm a processor. If someone says something, I think about it for five minutes. I talk to my therapist, I go call a friend <laughs> about it and then I formulate an answer and I come back. So I think in the long term of the game, I think I would, I, I would do really well. And I would love to be like in Fiji. Mm. Ooh, yeah. That Definitely. would be nice. So like let's go to Slow Fiji. Okay. As soon as we can go somewhere, <laughs> we'll go. <laughs> and uh, our last question, what do you hope you're both doing in 20 years? I hope Jonathan is living in a house big enough to support at least 15 cats. <laughs> I hope that he's as politically involved as he is now. Um, what's something that he really wants for himself? I hope that he has his own show at some point as well. You know, like we're all really lucky to be on Queer Eye and we're part of this this unit. But I think as, as you know, as much as we honor the show and we like respect this amazing platform that we've been given, um, it's really nice. I get really excited when all of my castmates actually, like when they're all pursuing their own different things, whether it's in the fields that we've been hired to do or something completely different. So I hope that he gets to continue that if he wants to, like in the public space or, or something a little more private, but I just hope that he's continuing to do that. And I know he will, cause he's, he's so incredibly creative that he just, yeah. And he's a busy bee. That's what I respect about him as well. <laughs> he just, he fucking loves to, he loves to work. We both love to run ourselves to the ground and I hope that he, he continues to do that, but also maybe hopefully have a couple of businesses so he can like chill. Cause he's a homebody like me too. We're both kind of like conflicting in that respect. I hope he has a lot of cats and what I hope you, that he's married. What do you and Maybe hope, kids? What do you oh, hope? I'm sorry. Wait, wait, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. And he needs to have, and, and I hope that he has, um, I hope that he has at least two daughters. Um, one of whom will be um, an Olympic skating hopeful. Hmm. And the other one in gymnastics. I think that would make him very happy. Wow. It's probably the most detailed. It's very <laughs> detailed. For that. But what do you hope you're doing in 20 years? You specifically. 
Mm, I hope that I have a farm somewhere with animals and at least three dogs. One silly dog, like a corgi. One real dog, like Neon. And then something like in between. And I hope that I have a family. I hope that I have kids. I hope that I'm still close with my family, which I think I will be. Yeah. And I don't know what I want to do in terms of like work stuff, but I don't know. I can't think about the work stuff because everything is so like, I don't know where I'm headed. I kind of know, but I don't really know. And I don't like to jinx any of it. Mm-hmm. I just want to be happy. I want New York to be home. I miss New York so much because I'm not there right now. So I always want to have my apartment there. And then I would love to just have a farm where I could like get up in the morning and go and like pick a fucking apple and then slice it up, get some brown sugar, butter, caramelize it, serve it over some oatmeal pancakes, hand whip some cream, just live that kind of life, you know, cut the rosemary in the garden, that kind of situation. (gasps) I want a farm. (laughs) And also just because I saw very, I, I just watched very Ralph for the second time. It's the Ralph Lauren documentary. And I never thought I loved Ralph Lauren so much, but I just want to have like, I want to have misty mornings on a farm. Mm. yeah that's nice that's so with nice with a pot of hot coffee i've never been hungrier during an episode right i'm <laughs> horny for food right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's all I, oh so my god like deliciously yes i can't uh. help it Every, everything is food you know well everything is food no, I tried to put a rock in my mouth once. It was your food. If you tried hard enough, you can make it food. Oh, my yep. teeth were really screaming. Stop it. Okay, so now we're going to talk to Jonathan, and then we'll bring you back in a little bit. Thank you. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common-sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Now we're back with Anthony's best friend, Jonathan Van Ness. Hi, how Hi, are Jonathan. you? Hi, Jonathan. How are you? Um, I'm good. I, you know, find myself doing, spending a lot more time in a closet than I ever have, you know, <laughs> um, always, you know, doing a little, um, doing a podcast from inside my closet joke hasn't gotten old yet at all. I bet. <laughs> if you sure. can tell. <laughs> no, no. It is a big closet. It's a nice big closet. Yeah. Oh, not mad about it. The closet size. <laughs> it's actually huge. It's a huge closet. 
Well, it's it's not like I mean it's it's big, but it's I mean it's I mean it's 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 big. It's big. It's a big closet. It is. Yeah, a big this closet. is a huge closet. A closet. I would love yeah, a I closet could probably, like that. Like I could probably do like an off ice single toe loop in here. I like that that's I love- how you measure things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would love if like a contractor walked into my house and was like, all right, this room is uh, four toe loops by six toe loops. And, uh, we'll put up the shelves. <laughs> yeah. 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 I wish that it was, you know, more like about six sow cows by eight lunches, but it's just not, just not room for it. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So we talked to Anthony and we asked him questions and now we're going to ask you the same questions uh, to see if you actually know each other. Okay, so <laughs> our first question is, how did you two meet? I queer eye auditions. Okay. Um, do you remember like your first interaction or like maybe you saw him from afar? Do you remember anything about that? Unfortunately, and I know that he probably said this, the first thing that I really remember is that he like really gave me this like horrifically judgmental look because I was like talking <laughs> about anal and like all sorts of stuff. And I I know that he and Tan both were like, and I was like, what? And he that, but then we became really good friends like immediately. Um, <laughs> how did, how did you move past the anal? Did, uh, yeah. Uh, well, we, I think what brought us to close or really together is that he accidentally thought that he was cut when he wasn't cut. Like this producer came over and gave him this big hug and this like long somber look. And he thought that that meant that he like was dismissed, um, from Mm -hmm. casting. And he, so like, I just saw him like outside looking really sad and I was like, what's going on? And that was like our cute. Oh, Yeah. That's good. Also, kind of mean to that producer to give a long hug and a sad look. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But he maybe was just projecting or something. You know, I don't know. Oh, It does suck. Auditions suck because you're like, ugh, they looked at me, like, in a way. They kind of looked past me. And Mm -hmm. does that mean a thing? It's like they're looking for the bathroom or something. Like, it doesn't even matter. (laughs) (laughs) It could be anything. And we're like, does that mean something? Yeah. I was just debating on whether or not the first thing I ever auditioned for was like a community theater thing when I was like seven. And after I auditioned, I looked up in the yellow pages, the community theater phone number, and I left them like 18 billion voicemails being like, this is why I think I should get the part. I really like this. Like, like, let me be in the, and the, and the voicemails escalated. The voicemails escalated from like, please, just like, I really want to be in the chorus. Just like anything. Like, I just really want to be too. If you don't let me in this place, <laughs> where to go? And so, like, needless to say, I didn't make it. <laughs> and oh I didn't, I wasn't in the cast. Um, That's so yeah. funny. I yeah. would love to hear this. I couldn't handle the pressure. Like, <laughs> That's so funny. I once had an audition where during the audition, I, like, started the line and then I looked at the casting director and I was like, you look so young. How did you get this job? And she didn't like that. And uh, I didn't get that part. It was bad. <laughs> what are your no. credentials? <laughs> <laughs> Whose dick did you suck to get here? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had okay. for Tokyo Disney years ago. 
And I walked in and was like, Konnichiwa. And they're like, all rolled their eyes like, bitch, we heard this. Please. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sure I was the 27th person to do that. <laughs> That's very mm. funny. Did but you, it was you get cute. I did not get that job, no. Oh. They just let you be at regular Disney? I was just at regular Disney. I didn't get to go to Tokyo. Oh, I'm sorry. One um, day. <laughs> Maybe, or maybe not. Maybe you'll never get to Tokyo. Jonathan, what's your favorite memory of traveling together with Anthony? Oh, my God. We've traveled a lot together. Um, I want to think about what he would have said. <laughs> um, mm, oh, well, see, here's the thing about Anthony. He is a very nervous flyer. I am someone who is usually taking like a handful of edibles before I go to the airplane. Cause <laughs> I just, I like to be, you know, just right incapacitated adjacent before the plane ride so that I can sleep, you know, but that's a delicate balancing act when you're using edibles for that, because you gotta mm-hmm. like, you know, it's like a whole thing. And so um, for me, I feel like with Anthony, it's a lot of times I'm just like, you know, letting him process his feelings around the flight. And I'm like, girl. <laughs> um, so I kind of feel like I sl- I'm, you know, usually asleep is the, is the point of what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, but, oh, actually, uh, uh, I don't know. There's really so many things. I feel like Australia was really fun. It was like a whirlwind. Um, but also, or actually, no, you know what it was? It was being in Times Square and seeing when we were doing press for the first time that Queer Eye ever came out. And, um, I was just about to move to New York City and we were in Times Square and like our billboard came up. And then I just like, like broke down and uh, unconsolable, like on the ground in New York Times tears because it was just such a, um, I just wasn't ready yet. And it was like, it was like February 8th or something. I think that was, maybe that's like one of the cutest memories now that I've thought about it for that long. Cause I felt yeah. like it was like really pure and it was very much like, Oh my God. And it was just him and I, and it was cute. Aww. And then we nice fucked. Moment. Just kidding. We didn't. Right in Times Square. <laughs> we did. Uh, <laughs> right at the Nederlander theater. <laughs> <laughs> Former home of rent. Um, <laughs> what is your favorite thing about Anthony? Oh, uh, he's so caring. He's such a caring BB. He's also very patient. Well, actually, I can't tell if he's patient or if he just like doesn't come around when he's irritated. So it could be either <laughs> one of those things. He's really caring. Maybe he's just really caring. He's very caring. <laughs> what do you think Anthony's favorite thing is about you? I don't know. Maybe like my sense of humor or something. Great. Okay. That's your answer. <laughs> I love it. I love the question. The big question mark at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is something that you, Jonathan, does that drives Anthony crazy? Um, sing really loud. Like, um, and also I'm late. And I, probably that. Probably mm. those things. Mm. What's yeah. your favorite thing to sing loud? I don't remember what it was, but this one time, and I've never forgotten it, he got really irritated with me because I was minding my own business right behind him, and he was in the driver or in the passenger seat, and I was behind him, and I, like, sang something really pretty, and um, 
he like jumped and like rolled his fucking eyes like with his iced coffee and was all like <laughs> visibly irritated and I was like calm down <laughs> you know sorry that when you're Quebecois and you speak two fucking language three languages you know sorry you know that your iced coffee didn't like the sound of my fucking voice you know it's 7 30 in the morning singing Destiny's Child minding my own business <laughs> Trying to get in the mood, you know? So <laughs> so you are a morning person. Yeah, I'm such a morning person. I am such a morning person. Such a morning person. I don't understand morning people. I'm a morning person to the point where since this, like, since quarantine has been what we're doing, I am on that good, like, all the way asleep thoroughly by 8.45 p.m., like nine nine p.m. and then you know at like five fifty like six in the morning I am up I am wow. on the news cycle I am checking in I am yes like I am I don't know what's wrong with me I can't like I have <laughs> I've only stayed up I've only stayed up one time past nine o'clock wow. in like in a month in a month that's wild I am up till three a.m. No, I can't do it. And people in LA will text me like at normal times, you know, like seven, like normal business things. And I'm like, oh, sorry, I was asleep for like three hours. Would you message me that? I'm sorry. That <laughs> keeps looking like I'm naked, but I'm not. I have on shorts, but like they're you know, shorts. And, she, yeah, and, and it's a crop top. So it looks naked, but I'm not. You can I be do, naked. <laughs> you can be absolutely as naked as you want. It's a podcast, uh, wait. not a visual medium. Not to, I know, but we can see each other. I just felt the need to clarify and not to flip the script. Um, but I have a question. Well, I just a statement. Nicole. Yes. Your strip poll content <laughs> is for me easily <laughs> in my top five. <laughs> it's in my top five of content. I have. <laughs> no, it is like of things I look for. Um, your bravery I live for. Your, the bravery that not, but not in terms of, I mean, the literal bravery. Like you are climbing. We are, <laughs> that shit is. Scary. I'm um I hate it when people like message me and say like oh like you're brave or like um you're so body whatever. I I I kinda I'm like I'm like that's sweet, but also like I just aren't we all allowed to just be fucking mm-hmm. gorgeous? Like whatever. Yes. Like I mean everyone wants to bang, like look at us, you know. So I didn't mean brave in that way because you know, if I was just any more straight, I like I'm obsessed with everything I mean, I'm obsessed. <laughs> um but I meant purely heights brave. I'm scared of heights. <laughs> I am every time I tumble on the ground, I realize that I'm risking myself you know when i hurl my body upside down it is mm-hmm. scary you know um yeah i just love your fucking strip hole content it's my fucking favorite i can't wait to see what you do queen i feel like i feel like in a year i do feel like i'm gonna be seeing you like doing like i don't know like a upside down twerk triple loop fucking that's pirouette. all i want to do yeah no i really do i really feel like I'm just going to see this 180 degree pop of the leg. I feel like you're going to climb up there with this confident. And then like when you get up to the top, it's just going to be like, ah! and then you're gonna, you know, it is going to know. I do. I sense it. I see it. So I'm just, yeah, I love that. I'm obsessed with you on that fucking pole. And sometimes I feel like it's anything. I just think I need more because sometimes I feel like I'd be checking and it's like, Oh, like, I almost could use like a double dose. Like I could use like just a straight video in the morning, but then like some fun, like a, um, a carousel at night, you know, yes. is there a highlight that I could get? Is there a YouTube that I could get? Is there, 
You know what I'm saying? I'm, I just really feel like it's an under, it's your, it's a movement that I need, but not like just pulled it. I Nicole Byer on the fucking stripper pole. That's what I, I want. This is what I'm talking. That's, Thank and I think you. that's like kind of people are talking about it. Like, I think that people are like, I feel like I'm not the only one that feels like this. So. Nicole, give the people what they want. Give them I a know. morning pole and a night pole. <laughs> I honestly was like, well, all right, I guess I'll stretch after this and hop right on my bowl. Wait, what question were we at? That's like probably first one. Hmm? (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Oh, okay. What is something? Anthony gets lost everywhere he goes. He has no sense of direction (laughs) and he also can't drive. Oh my gosh. That Wait, was right at the tip of your tongue. <laughs> like, actually can't drive, or is a bad driver? He, I think, I think he just got his permit, or, like, just got his license. It's one of the two. He, like, physically can't drive. Mm-hmm. And, like, be, just because he has no experience. And so he's, like, he's, yeah. Like, he, he, I've, he actually, for the very first time on his birthday this year, for the first time in our whole relationship, drove me, like, three blocks. But we need to cross-check that and make sure he has a license and make sure that that wasn't illegal because I actually don't really know if it was or not. So, <laughs> know what, so let's just cross-reference that and make sure that they don't come for us in Austin. But yeah. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> I love it. So she sometimes scares me when she drives, but in a good way. Well, We went to go see a giant so- dildo and she crossed uh, multiple lanes of traffic for a parking space. I had to my give you that bit. dildo. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> This is my accent. (laughs) (laughs) Well, those cars came out of nowhere. What am I supposed to do? (laughs) Um, Okay. Which one of you would do better on the television show in its 20th season, Survivor? Ant. (laughs) Why? Why? I don't do that. (laughs) What was that one reality show? She's like, I don't behave like that. I don't act like that. I don't. That is that. I, that's what comes to my mind. I just can't. I feel like he could rough it a little bit longer. You know, a lot of people don't know this about Anthony, but he actually lived in West Virginia for like oh. a few years. Yeah, like between Canada and then, yeah, yeah. If you survive West Virginia, you can survive <laughs> anything. Yeah, he was like a trilingual immigrant in West Virginia. Oh. So. I do feel like it would, be, but also I'm like a gender non-conforming, like, you know, Jesus lookalike who's obsessed <laughs> with gymnastics from like a rural downstate Illinois. So I think it was probably, yeah, I don't know. But him, he would still probably win. But I can change a tire. So. Oh. That's good. I also can change a tire. I don't Ooh. know if I could do it now, though. But like my dad made sure I knew how to change my oil and change my tire. And to like argue with mechanics because they overcharge women. Um, I just had this daydream where you both do a quarantine photo shoot in your, like, I don't know, somewhere around your houses with each of your cars where you're both changing your tires. Maybe to like launch this episode of the, or no, I mean, it can't be this because the answer's not involved, but maybe just some other time. But it's like really sexy and you guys like self-shoot it because like, you know, or actually maybe a photographer could do it from more than six feet away, so it's fine. But yeah, there's like a lot of like, the hair is kind of like this. Beautiful. To the side, yeah. Yeah, and you're really, like, to the side. And it's kind of like that episode of America's Next Top Model, that one season when they were, like, out doing in the mechanics in the desert. But this would be, like, in 
your backyard on the street in LA. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you so see? So we time. have an assignment. Yeah, we can do it. You can wa- Yeah, you'll be changing the tire of your Subaru, and I'll yep. change the tire of uh, my little my little Beamer. Yes, <laughs> it's she's used. She is in 2013. She's great got a year. lot of dents. I love I her. Love it. It's a great year. 2013 was a great year. Honestly, 2013 <laughs> was a very good year for me. It no, was wait, the first no, year that Simone Biles won individual all around gymnastics championship. Wow. Oh. Just so you know. Who's was, there's this new gymnast that I, I saw. She was dancing to Beyonce. Who is she? Do you oh, know she's who I'm fierce. About? She's from UCLA, honey. Every year, one of the UCLA collegiate gymnasts has like a fierce routine that goes viral because like their choreography is just super on point and really great. Um yeah, so she was from UCLA and um yeah, I forget her little baby name and she's fierce and I should know her name, but I don't know her name, but I wish That's that okay. I did. She's amazing. I love it. Okay, so the good. last question is, where do you see both of yourselves in 20 years? Happily married. To each to other? Each other? To each yeah. other? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Because I do. You know, I just keep playing this, like, long friend game, you know, and joking about <laughs> us being together and everything. Mm-hmm. But, like, I know eventually... You know, and, you know, now with his, like, gorgeous new show that is about, like, girls and boys, I'm kind of, like, both. You know, I'm kind of a little bit, like, mm-hmm. you know, how, you know, like, <laughs> Yes, serve the leg! Yeah, so I just did that signature Victoria Beckham pose, if, you know, because obviously you guys can't see <laughs> me do that, but yeah. So, yeah, I'm just kidding. Um, I feel like in 20 years, hopefully... We'll just be really good friends and we'll be working and we'll be still like, you know, doing things together. And I, I love him. I mean, I really do genuinely feel everyone on the cast. I, you know, not to, I did get slightly jealous when I read this quote from one of the gymnasts in the 2008 silver medal women's gymnastics team that she was like, you know, no one will ever know what that experience was like except for us. And I was like, ah. But I really wanted to be there. But it is true that when you're in like a high pressure group situation like that, no one really ever will know exactly what it was like. And so I think um, I do think that I like four, you know, lifelong, very, you know, just lifelong friends in, in the four of those people. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I love That's that. sweet. That's I sweet. love that. Okay. Now, Anthony is going to come back. And we're going to compare those answers. Oh my yes. god. Uh. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. And we're back! And now we have both Jonathan and Anthony to talk about what they said about each other. Okay, we asked, how did you two meet? Anthony said, during the Queer Eye audition process, we were in a hotel conference room. It was a very sad conference room with dirty carpeting. And the first time I saw him, he seemed frazzled. And then, uh, actually, 
JVN, what are your pronouns? I'm sorry. Oh, you can use any of them. I oh, love okay. all of them. Cool. Um, uh, and then uh, Jonathan yelled, where is she? Where is she? And then left the room and Anthony asked somebody uh, who she was. And it turns out Jonathan was just looking for his Starbucks. And Jonathan said that he also met Anthony at the Queer Eye auditions. And he gave me a really horrific, uh, <laughs> horrifically judgmental look because I was talking about anal. But then we became really good friends immediately. What brought us together is he thought he was cut from casting, but he wasn't cut. He went outside and was really sad. So I went outside and that's when we bonded for the first time. That's true. Actually, he came inside and that's I came when inside, we bonded, actually. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. I misspoke. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No, so sorry. it's okay. Outside, inside. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. Uh, do you want to do the next one? What it is? It's a place. They're two places. Yeah. Outside, inside. <laughs> do you want to do the next um, ones this year? Yeah. We asked, what's your favorite memory of traveling together? Anthony said, when we were filming Queer Eye in Japan, it was our first day in the afternoon. The time change is like 18 hours. We were all sitting in the car about to start filming. I looked at Jonathan and Tan and everyone was cross-eyed, delirious. We couldn't talk. Uh, it was like we were drunk. The delirium of it was insane. We laughed hysterically. And then later I cried. And then, Do you remember that <laughs> was when we recorded the Shibuya crossing, Jonathan? And then we like looked at each other and we were so out of it and we were eating some kind of fast food. Maybe. <laughs> you do not remember that at all. That's really great. That's lovely. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. No, I do. I remember it really great. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> well, Jonathan's memory was uh, just Anthony Anthony being a nervous flyer. Uh, I usually take a handful of edibles when I go on a plane, so I'm usually asleep. And I'm usually letting him process his feelings around the flight. Uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when you were doing press for Queer Eye in Times Square, that was a beautiful moment. I was about to move to New York and our billboard was up. I broke down, uh, inconsolable on the ground in tears. Mm -hmm. I wasn't ready for that yet. It was pure and it was just him and I. That was really sweet. Yeah. (laughs) And then I said we fucked. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right there in Times Square. <laughs> That's what they call that. Yeah. <laughs> in front of families, Spider Man was present. He was recording. It was uh, it was really great. And then we went to Red Lobster for some biscuits to celebrate. Uh, oh, I love, I love biscuits, them. Uh, They're so good. So good. Uh, <laughs> we asked, "What's your favorite thing about your friend?" Anthony said, "I love eating with JVN. It's so much fun." Uh, I have a fuck it day on Sundays and he encourages more fuck it days. So if I see him midweek, he'll order a few things from a few different places on Postmates. We indulge. JVN does whatever he wants. Uh, Jonathan said he's so caring. He's so patient. Well, maybe not. Maybe he only comes around when he's not annoyed, but definitely caring. (laughs) (laughs) Then we asked, what's your favorite thing about, (laughs) what's your friend's favorite thing about you? Anthony said, I'm supportive and nice. I'm non-judgmental. And then JVN said, my sense of humor? (laughs) That's a big question mark. (laughs) You're very funny. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then we asked, what is something you do that drives your friend crazy? Anthony said, an incident. 
a Celine Dion incident. He started belting one of her songs, I'm not a morning mm. person, I drink a lot of coffee and I'm sensitive. And I did a, a shoulder hunch slash cringe and JVN gave me the death stare. JVN shows up ready to go in the morning. Uh, he'll make fun of me at Crafty if there's amazing cheesy penne and I go for the grilled chicken. I'm very regimented and he wants me to just chill. JVN said, sing really loud. Also, I'm late. Probably that. Probably those things. He was oh. once in a passenger seat in the front of the car. Uh, I was minding my own business in the back, and I started singing something very pretty, and he jumped. Celine Dion. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I thought it was Destiny's yes, Child, but Celine Dion also worked. It was Celine. <laughs> He's like, I'll never forget. <laughs> I love that you remember specifically Celine, but not the song. I think it was I drove on. I'm night. your lady. I drove I feel, oh, on. No, night. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, 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 yeah. I was going through a really hardcore phase in 2017 with that song, Wait, and which I, song? I I drove, I drove all, all night. night. Oh, I love I drove all night. For the cars. Yes. yes. <laughs> I drove all night. I love it. I drove all night. But you added a, to you, you. You added a falsetto where there wasn't a falsetto, and I think that's what got. Yeah. <laughs> it was not the falsetto. It was the power of my fucking voice, girl. It was, it was it not was the falsetto. False. There was no it whisper. Was the there was, power of I don't, love. I don't do a whisper. I do not do a whisper in Celine. Do a whisper. I do not do a falsetto. At seven o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I'm gonna text you right now, motherfucker. And you're you gonna know what laugh. Else, you know what else Jonathan hates? When I go on trips with other people and he doesn't come. <laughs> <laughs> He does not like Just that. Shaking that, that was head. a really, really low blow. And you know what? And you know what I don't like when you at four o'clock in the morning go with ten and go see a fucking sunset on the Sydney goddamn harbor, and you don't even fucking invite me. And then you post all kinds of videos about it and like the sun hitting your faces and like being all poetic and shit while I was asleep. And you could have texted me because you know I was going through it at that point, and I was alone <laughs> in my hotel room, and I could have gone with you. And you know I would have been there with a coffee in hand, with half and half for you, just the way you like it, and you didn't even fucking text me wow <laughs> you guys <laughs> you're better. I think, uh, speechless you got him speechless <laughs> <laughs> no i just don't i don't want to lay him out in front of y'all like that whoa i'm just you know because you know what's funny is how he said no, he's non-judgmental do you remember how he was just saying that he was non-judgmental our time is limited our time is limited <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're hard out. Yeah, you're hard out. Yeah. Yeah, you're hard out. With your hard out. Well, fucking dancing. We asked what's something your friend does that drives you crazy. Um, I think the actual answer is going breathing apparently. Breathing, I got really what it is. Well, Anthony said that JVN comes in hot in the morning, very excited, ready to go, but Anthony's sensitive. And then JVN said he gets lost everywhere he goes. He's got no sense of direction and is a bad driver. He physically can't drive because he has no experience. Oh, his mouth is open. <laughs> okay, you know what? You know what? You know what? Maybe I don't drive a lot, <laughs> but that's because I, you know, I get distracted by music and I like to change the songs, and it's just not safe. But also, to multitask. Can we just and I am a really Nicole, good driver. I'm always a designated no, no, driver. No, you're not. And also, you're I a horrible driver. You get distracted well, all the time. Okay, but also, Nicole, can I just? 
Um, I do feel like you misquoted me. I said he has no sense of direction and he can't drive. Is ah, really what I said. So sorry. I said can't. I said can't. Or, or maybe I say doesn't know how. But I thought I said because I thought I was doing a clueless quote. Except for instead of virgin, it's just like any can't drive. Yeah, well, like, no well your joke didn't land, Jonathan. Well, no, 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 no. It was Kimmy. Kimmy, Kimmy wrote it down wrong. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was we, Kimmy. We don't. We. <laughs> We're never trying doing. to. We're never trying to, to break Kimmy up a friendship. <laughs> we didn't realize this is the most contentious episode we've ever had. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're just kidding. We're kidding. I love we love it. each other. It really makes. Oh, me laugh. thank God. I love the it. Sense of this is going to be friends yeah. by the end of this. I can't argue I, the sense of direction. This is the chemistry so hot and heavy. Yeah, exactly. This is giving me the same vibes as when uh, Sashir told me that she would leave me behind during a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'm still not over it. Why did you? Were you just kidding? No, no. she was not kidding. <laughs> Well, she was like, that very you, Not even a you wouldn't do anything, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I'll kill deers. I'll climb up trees. I'll do what I need. I'll stab a zombie in the eye. And she was like, no, you wouldn't. I, I you just, love talking to people. <laughs> You'd bring the zombie. You do love life. talking to people. You would make friends with a zombie and invite them into our group. And then we would have yeah. to figure out how to kill everybody. I just, no, she'd you know, have a stripper pole that could take out 10 zombies in a row mm-hmm. and write it in their heads. She, I think she'd be very valuable. Yes. Yes. I'm now I know that she would be Nicole. very valuable. I get what, I, that's, Thank that's you. Helpful. Yeah. We landed yeah. on that she has a garage, so we could put, <laughs> we could put our stuff in there. <laughs> and she could climb trees, because she's really good at climbing, and she could get us a coconut or something. So I came around. Wait. Where 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 is the zombie apocalypse where you can we eat coconuts we and kill really deer? We, we don't know yet. <laughs> Just curious. We don't. We don't. We're know. not really sure. <laughs> if theoretically you'd be in LA still, <laughs> yeah. you got to get a yeah. meeting point, an action plan similar we to do. an earthquake but different. Yes, it's true. We should talk about that. Um, okay, uh, let's see. Oh, we asked, we asked which one. It, oh, you do. I want to do one. Year. Yes. What do you hope you're both doing in 20 years? Anthony said, I hope Jonathan is in a big house, big enough to support 15 cats. I hope he's uh, politically involved as he is now. I hope he has his own show. I love when everyone pursues their own thing. I hope he's continuing to do that and also has a few businesses. And I hope he's married and has a few kids. And I hope that he has at least two daughters, one of whom who is involved with Olympic skating. And uh, the other in gymnastics. And then I hope I have a farm somewhere with animals and at least three dogs, a silly dog, a real dog, (laughs) and something in between. (laughs) I hope I have a family and kids, and I hope I'm still close with my family. I miss New York, and I want to have a house there and a farm, and uh, I want misty mornings on the farm. Wow, when I, when, okay. I, when I hear what I'm told, what I said, I'm really manic and scatterbrained. It's never really dawned on me until just now. It's like, wow, that's literally what I said. You just wanted to like, fill in all the details, and we yes. love that. <laughs> you painted a real picture, a nice Bob Ross. Yeah. And then Jonathan said, happily married to each other. Uh, I keep playing this long ga- friend game, but I know eventually... Uh, and now with this gorgeous new show about girls and boys, I'm both. Just kidding. Uh, We will still be working together (laughs) and doing things together. I genuinely love them. (laughs) Funny, right? (laughs) Oh, wait. We skipped one. 
Uh, the survivor question. Which oh. one of you would be better on Survivor? Anthony said, oh, I would. People have different strategies. People mistake my aloofness with stupidity, but I'm always thinking, I'm a bit slow. I'm a processor. In the long term, I would do really well. JVN said, Anthony would. I don't do that. Not about that life. <laughs> Anthony lived in West Virginia for a few years, which uh, has left you equipped to be on Survivor. Yeah, I rode a bicycle over a rattlesnake once. What? Oh, my God. Yeah, accidentally. Was it no, living? Accidentally. It was a baby rattler. Yeah. And then no. did it pass? Yeah, no, it lived. I kept oh, going. Okay, I'm that's terrified good. of snakes. Oh. Yeah. Same. I think I am too. Yeah. I've never been in the same they room don't have with a limbs. snake. They don't have limbs? No, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> well, I believe that you two are friends. You've answered enough yes. questions that you answered show the questions. that you know each other. <laughs> yes. So now you can continue your friendship because it now has our stamp of approval. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for doing our yes. podcast. We really appreciate you, you guys making the time. And this is delightful. Was Thanks for having us. I miss you. I miss yeah. you. Wait, are you guys quarantined near each other? Yeah, he's in the other room. No. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Wait, you're in the same apartment? <clears throat> no, I'm just kidding. Oh. He's in, he's, He's in this one place and I'm in another place. Oh. Have you seen each other at all? From like 80 80 (laughs) feet apart. Yeah. We took like a long, we took a wide walk apart from each other. And I brought you cinnamon buns on your birthday. Oh, nice. When was your birthday? He bought me, he did buy me. (laughs) Yeah, I I guess (laughs) he did. I don't (laughs) vote. And they were, they were cold. They were like hours old. They were warm. And I bought extra, and I bought extra packets, and I put double the icing on them. So you no, know that what? was sweet of him. That thoughtfulness <laughs> is really sweet. <laughs> wait, hey. wait, why don't you tell them what I gave you for your birthday? <laughs> the what case, was it? The case. The case of chips. Oh. <laughs> um. Someone yeah, sent. So someone Anthony, sent me twenty-four Anthony, cases. I'll, I'll fucking take care of this. I'll fucking take care of this. <laughs> Anthony, you know how sometimes people send you stuff that you didn't ask for and you don't want? Uh-huh. Just randomly, like, you just open your front door and there's, like, a case of, like, fucking recycled fucking garbage uh, cabbage <laughs> chips, you know? Like, multiple chips delicious. That, you know, that someone wanted to send to, to Anthony to try out or whatever. So he gets this box of fucking chips of crisps that were made of fucking garbage and cabbage <laughs> and such a he brought them to me brought them to me a whole box I carried a those. whole dang box of stuff that was full and I had to deal with that in the middle of a fucking respiratory <laughs> pandemic <laughs> my, my cats my cats were climbing in that box and fucking popping them and playing in there it gave my one cat Liza Meonelli diarrhea because she wouldn't that was what broke the camel's back and I had to take it outside because it was because my fucking cat wouldn't stop eating it so he re-gifts me this fucking box of garbage fucking shitty chips Hey, yeah, yeah, and you're so caring and patient. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Do you guys want to know what? Jo- do you guys want to know what Jonathan sent me for my birthday? We have to go. Uh-huh. I have a heart out. No, 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 no. I have a Jonathan, heart out. Jonathan nope, sent me a bonsai so tree to I'm New York so when he knew I was in Boston. I'm that so tree is still sorry. sitting in the mail room, dead in a box, and I'm never. Uh-huh. Gonna, I'm going to see it when it's basically like a dried branch, and he sent it to mm-hmm. New York. 
<laughs> bonsai trees are hard in general. They're just like finicky plants anyway. Even if you it's had a very selfish gift, it. if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of responsibility. Well, uh, glad you guys are still friends. Ah! And mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you so much for doing this. Yes. Thank you for having You're us. So it was welcome. a lot of fun. All right. Well, have fun with I the rest you. of your days. Um, Anthony, I never want to see you again. Everyone else. <laughs> <loves you. laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you so much, Anthony. I love All right, you. Jonathan, meet me in the kitchen in five. I'm making, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm making turkey rolls. Okay, turkey rolls? Right. What's a turkey roll? Oh, it's just where you take deli turkey meat and you put a shit ton of grainy Dijon mustard and you eat it. Oh, I, yeah. I don't, I don't like mustard. <gasps> yeah, it's, it doesn't. It's not for you. It's no. not for you, Queen. You gotta really love no. that Dijon no, deep in your. I'm not about that life. <laughs> you gotta get it all up in your tongue. It's too tangy. <laughs> all right, love bye. 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 That's our show. If you want to ask us a question, you can email Nicole and Sashir at gmail.com or call us at 424-645-7003. And if you have a, a birthday coming up or a friend's birthday's coming up or Christmas is coming, depending on when, when you found the podcast, or if you give Thanksgiving presents or you want to give a <laughs> present to yourself because it's a Tuesday. No, our show comes out on Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. We also have merch at podswag.com slash best friends. Bye. <laughs> Bye. We did it. Look at we us. We did it. Hi, I'm Lale Arakoglu, host of Women Who Travel. Women Who Travel is a transported podcast for anyone curious about the world. We talk to adventurers and athletes. I've raced the God's Own Adventure Race, which is on the South Island and goes through the mountains down in the Southern Alps on New Zealand. That was eight days spent out in the wilderness. And chefs. Iranian food is home, it's family, it's love. And we share dispatches from our listeners. Ireland is full of these, I will call them ghosts of the past. From stampeding elephants to training sled dogs. We hear it all. The dogs will curl right up with you. And it can be kind of cozy waiting things out. New episodes of Women Who Travel publish every Thursday. Join us wherever you listen. Listen.